I'm Monica. And I'm Carrie. And welcome to Eco Practical, where it is easy being green. In this shame-free, judgment-free podcast, we'll share with you our ideas for sustainable living in ways we hope are accessible to more people. Because nobody should feel that they can't afford to go green. And that's where we come in. Now, obviously, this is our first episode, so you may be wondering to yourselves, dear listener, who are you guys to tell me how to live my life? Well, quite frankly, we are absolutely nobody. We are just a couple of randos on the internet, but we really, 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 really love this planet. We want to help our friends across the world take better care of it so that future generations can enjoy it as much as we do. Um, we have learned a lot in just trying to make our own lives a little bit greener, and now we want to share what we have learned with you. And individually, I guess, um, I said my name is Monica. I am Monica. I live in Maine. I am a student of wildlife ecology, and I'm particularly interested in how ecosystemic problems created by humans deplete wildlife habitats. I also really like to study how nature fixes its own problems so that we might learn from them and gain something from it. And like I said, I'm Carrie. Um, I am none of those things. I am not a scientist. I am just an armchair environmental advocate who wants to live greener. Um, unfortunately, a lot of my research has been trial and error and reading a lot of articles on the internet about how owning a cell phone makes me the scum of the earth or how in order to live a sustainable life, I have to throw away everything in my house to buy newer, more sustainable versions of the things I just sent into landfills. Ugh. Mm. And that's the problem that Monica and I have both encountered in our own journeys of becoming more sustainable and in that everyone has to start somewhere monica has her scientific background i have google and there are a lot of people who have a lot of things to say on the internet about sustainable and so-called zero waste living there are so many blogs that we've found um, that we either agree with partially or don't agree with at all. And we're, we're not here to tell you that they're wrong. We're just here to tell you what we found in our research. And the struggles that we have, because we found that a lot of the advice that was available out there for us did not work for our lifestyles. And some of the fit problems that we have found are things like... The fact that it's really expensive... I can't afford to throw out my used takeout containers and replace them with all glass ones. A lot of people can't afford to put solar panels on their houses. And there are also companies that overcharge for their products just because they're marketed as 100% recyclable. These products need to be recycled in specific ways that are hard to, for anyone to access, especially people living on a tight budget, like me, a student. Yeah, which brings us to our next point. A lot of this advice is just plain inaccessible. You know, not everyone has a bulk store in their neighborhood that they can easily get to to bring their own containers for plastic-free shopping. You know, somebody might not have a car. Somebody might not even have a supermarket in their neighborhood, let alone a fancy bulk shop. Even those of us who do have these things within reach of us 
might have food allergies and so they can't set foot in a bulk store because the peanut dust will kill them. Or they might have mobility needs to where carrying around all those jars and containers is just not something that's doable for them. The other thing is that a lot of the advice we found was for coming from people who seem out of touch. Those speaking from a place of privilege that often ignore the challenges and needs of other people. So they think that so just because something is easy for them, it's easy for everyone, bar none. And because it's easy for everyone, a lot of these blogs take these all-or-nothing attitude, where they will give you this laundry list of devices that and items that you have to buy, habits that you have to change right now, and other actions that you should take immediately, and it ends up piling up to be this huge, drastic, complete overhaul of your day-to-day -day life. And for a lot of people... You know, whether you are a neurotypical person or maybe somebody who relies on habits that you've crafted over years because you struggle with executive dysfunction, you can't just throw all that out. And so, especially somebody who is starting from ground zero and has no idea what to do first or how to do it, that's just too overwhelming for a lot of people. Yeah. And well, and it's, it's, to me, it reminds me of the same reason why, why a complete overhaul of your diet doesn't tend to stick. So if you go on a drastic diet that is very different from what you are used to eating, then you're going to stop and go back to your old habits because it's easier and it's safer and it is comforting. It is. Human beings are creatures of habit for a reason. And yes, Monica and I are speaking from the perspective of 21st century females who live in the United States of America. So our discourse is going to be from the perspective of 21st century Western culture. Right. And but our our individual experiences are different enough that we think that it'll help you to understand where we are coming from and to know that sustainability doesn't have to be expensive, scary, or out of reach. The things that each of us can or can't do will be different for every individual. And, you know, that's okay. Yeah, Monica does things for her green living lifestyle that aren't feasible for me. Likewise, I do things that wouldn't work for her. And so we hope to kind of use our own lives as an example of how you can find what works for you. Because if all of us do a tiny little bit, that'll add up to a huge difference. And so what we want to be for you guys is not a zero waste podcast. Because guess what, you guys? Zero waste, first of all, is not accessible for the vast majority of people. But also, it doesn't exist, and we'll get to that in a second, but there are a few things that we will strive to be for you at all times. Yeah, we're going to strive to be understanding that our listeners may have needs and circumstances that are different than ours. We want to be practical. Everybody on Earth should want to be more sustainable with their lives. If you're listening to us right now, you probably already are, or else somebody tied you to a chair and forced you to listen to us, in which case you should probably call the police. Anyways, you don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater. 
You also don't want to go in all at once, so we want to strive to be as gradual as we can. Of course, some of the ideas that we're going to share or suggest are going to be, by necessity, larger ones. And maybe you won't be able to do them as gradually, but we want to try and focus more on those small, easy changes that you can make at your own pace. And as you get more comfortable with them, you can add more and watch the effects add up. We also want to be accessible. We are always going to strive to showcase different ways to get to the same end goal and alternative practices that other people can use if maybe our ideas aren't necessarily accessible for them. And if anything that we share with you is not something that is accessible to you and you have other ideas on how to get there, we would love to hear about it and why and how it your own experience has affected it. Exactly. We always love feedback from our listeners. But I think maybe now's a good time to bring up the elephant in the room that we've brought up a couple of times uh, when we talk about that zero waste living and um, trying to reduce our waste and all of that. Um, we're going to talk about it a lot. Plastic. I don't use the H word lightly. I try not to use it at all, but I hate plastic. I absolutely, positively hate plastic. If you're here, you probably do too. And you probably talk about it a lot, just like we're going to. The amount of discarded plastic in our ecosystems is at an all time high. This is an international problem and it can sometimes seem really daunting for everyday people. But as of this episode being published, there is no such thing as a person in a developed country living a 21st century lifestyle 100% plastic free, period, full stop. We want there to be, but right now there just isn't a way for that to happen. Yeah, because guess what? If you own and use an electronic device, there's plastic in that. All of your credit cards are made out of plastic. Cars have plastic in them. Trains and buses have plastic in them. If you use public transport, you probably have a pass, which also is most likely a plastic card. And medical procedures. Do you know how much plastic? There's, there's more than you can even dream of in those. Even clothing has plastics in it. Sustainable living isn't just about cutting out all plastic everywhere because it just isn't possible. And also there's a lot more to sustainability than just plastic. It is a big part of it. But it's also about reducing as much waste in general from our lives as we can and also calling on big companies and all levels of government to make big institutional change because the vast majority of the problems are not with the private citizens. Yes, there is a lot that we can be doing to make our planet better, but the only way we're going to see real change is by forcing big changes through things like petitions, boycotts, voting with our wallets, and putting pressure on our elected officials. Exactly. And to try and get our elected officials to work together with other countries, because a lot of this problem has become international. There's no way for one government to just take over and say, I'm going to fix the plastic problem. It doesn't really work like that. And we will get to those episodes, but but it's not this one. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> it is natural for those of us who are passionate about caring for the earth, who want to immediately throw everything plastic out the window, not buy anything made of plastic ever again, and maybe even raid our friends' pantries to get rid of their plastic. But for a lot of us, that's just, there's just so much plastic that it becomes too overwhelming and paralyzes us. Not to mention it's expensive and potentially more harmful to the already unstable ecosystems you're trying to make changes to save. But we can go on about this forever and that's why we have a podcast. However, we understand you have a busy life and you don't want to hear us go on for hours about how terrible plastic is for the environment, since you probably already knew that part, at least, I hope. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty much, even the people who choose not to acknowledge it, like, we hear so much about that every day that pretty much everybody, I think, who lives in the West and listens to any kind of media kind of already knows that. I, I would hope so. I really do. We do have a lot of ideas, though, about what it means to live a sustainable life, including things like creating a green wardrobe, understanding where your food comes from and how to have a greener diet, living sustainably with a pet, or maybe you have a wedding coming up and you want to want to know how you can make some thrifty sort of decorations for that. And speaking of which, what items should be thrifted and which ones you're better off getting new? Ideas for small changes to make around your home that could help save you money, time, and the planet all at once. Unfortunately, we also talk about plastic. Probably a lot. But if you're okay with that and you also want to hear the other things we have to say, we can't wait to share that with you. And we will really soon. Thank you so much for tuning in for this episode of EcoPractical. To contact us, you can email us at ecopractical at rhinobot.net or tweet us at Rhinobot Studios. Do you have a question or idea you'd like to hear us discuss on the air? Can you think of other ways to make our ideas and advice more accessible to your fellow listeners? We want to hear from you. Yeah. Also, if you just want to say hi, we, we like that too. <laughs> yeah. We don't get enough emails. I promise. Yeah, it's mostly just spam. Yeah, unfortunately. As is the way of the 21st century. But at least it's digital spam, so we don't have to worry about recycling it. <laughs> Alrighty, bye guys. Bye! This show is a member of the Rhinobot Studios family. For more information, including show listings, team member bios, social media links, and our community discord, please visit rhinobot.net.